Before the episode begins, we would like to issue a trigger warning for content that addresses sexual violence. If you know this might be a triggering topic for you, we really encourage you to take the necessary steps to care for yourself, whether be it passing and not listening to the episode at all, or having a self-care plan for after you listen to the episode. If you decide to go ahead and listen to the episode, we hope that you enjoy it. Hi guys, it's Umba and Lusungu on Feminist Day Wow Malawian. So welcome to episode three, season three, episode three. What, what? Why are you like uh, in a meditation state, like meditation? You're like, welcome. Yeah. People um, can see you. You can. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm the audience. Yes, you are. All right. Yeah, so welcome to our third episode for this season. Yes. Consistency. I mean, I mean, it's the consistency for me. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes in, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so today there's no topic. No. It's a, it's a dump. Mm-hmm. You know how people do this whole, at the end of the month, they're like, oh, February, photo dump, jan, jan, jan. Lusu hasn't done that yet. I'm always like, hmm. I'm never doing it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, if I so, that's what we're doing. We're sort of doing a dump. It's not at the end of... Oh, it's sort of at the end of the month. Uh, but also, we had so many things that we wanted to talk about, which are sort of like linked, linked. or not linked. Yes. But we all thought it, we should just sit and talk. Yeah. And I think it's also about uh, a thought process mm. rather than us bringing our ideas like we do and opinions yeah like for the other podcast but here we are trying to i think the conversation will be more of probing and trying to test and so for this uh episode i think we would love to hear what everyone else yeah 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 because we are still processing yeah okay and there's a lot okay so we're going to start from home um Mm. a lot has been happening here in Malawi mm. um, but we would love to zero in on um, the recent case of um, child defilement um, oh, bro, I don't know what are the details uh, so yeah there was a story I think it broke out on social media as most of the stories that we have seen um, of a defilement case uh, that was happening in a household as most do yes when we keep saying that as bambogui and yamadogui asizinyama sajoga wina wage si kama fole na sija nyumba our brothers yeah our fathers fathers yes step fathers yeah whatever so i think Friends. this case validates that yeah yeah so it was a case that came out um a mother um yeah, yeah, you tell the story. I think okay, you know the story. yeah. The background better. I'm the storyteller. Mm. <laughs> okay, so the man is caught, which is very important because yes. we usually uh, like to share details about the the victim, uh, the, the, the victim, survivors, not yeah. the perpetrator. Stuart Kalungama mm-hmm. apparently he used to live in Area 49. Mm-hmm. That's the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. So this guy. Um, had a stepdaughter. I think it was a family of four from the pictures. And Good people, sense. please stop sharing pictures where they're minors. Or even yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Please do not share pictures of the 
perpetrator. Mm. So yeah, a little girl, I think she's 10, under 10, 10 right? Yeah. yeah. But so apparently he had been, def- uh, I hate the word defiling, but he had been raping her yeah. like for a while. And until one day, uh, I think the house, the house help noticed mm. and reported to the mom. Mm. And then they went to the hospital and it showed that yes, and it had been happening for uh, several times. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, there was a big outcry on, mm. on social media mm. and... Yeah, it's just disgusting. When I first heard about the story, I was just like, you know what? And it's what what's more hurtful is that it's not a surprise. Mm. It's like these are very typical stories that have been happening a lot mm. in Malawi. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, yes, it's not surprising. It's not shocking. I work. Um, on a project that um, we have a big component of it on child protection, mm-hmm. so these cases are everywhere. It's it's sickening. Yeah. Uh, the amount or number of pedophiles that we have in Malawi, and I, I think for me, so when I first heard the story, I went to do my nails um at this place where I go. Can I share? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. But yeah, so the the yeah the nail tech who is a very good friend uh, was saying how surprised she was that this happened in town, uh, that this educated man was doing these things. Excuse she me? was so shocked, and I was what? like, "What? What do you mean? Exactly? I'm like, no, but there's so many you know projects, programs, and awareness campaigns happening in town about rape, defilement. I'm like, so that will not stop a pedophile from doing it. It will not stop." this disgusting man from thinking yes. that thinking and convincing himself that it's okay, it's natural of him to have sexual desires for a minor and then go ahead and do it. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with programs. It has nothing to do with him being educated, him living in town. It has nothing to do with that. I think that shocked me more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel that the, yeah, the amount of people that just came up, you know, like, talking about it or talking how disgusted they are with this person, I was... I think that shocked me because I think Malawians don't know just how bad the situation is on the ground. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I think this case was a big shock to most of them. But Mm. recently we just had a case in Chinji where... um, was it a clinician mm-hmm. uh, was defiling again um, a child? Mm-hmm. But like there, a lot of the stories that are not reported. That yeah, uh, yeah and some are good. Why? Mm-hmm. So I, I, as much as I'm happy about how social media and everyone else has rallied, like the number of people that were at the first court court hearing. Yeah. Um, also, what were this? They were screaming. I was just like, okay, because. Mm-hmm. If I did, if I heard it correctly, people were screaming "hule hule." I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, wait. Why are you still hule? Exactly. No. <laughs> what he this did? This is someone who was sexually abusing a minor. a minor. There was no consent. Also, the definition of hule. Come on now. Mm-hmm. We all know hule is usually used, of course, to demean, uh, to demean women, yeah. right? And um, 
But if we define what uhule means, if we translate it to sex worker, mm. if that's what we're saying, mm. then it's completely different. different. What he but was also, doing was not sex work. Calling ma- a man uhule means nothing. You're it doesn't hitting a hurt wall. them at all. It doesn't hurt them yeah. at all. Exactly. And it doesn't shame them. Yeah, it doesn't so, at all. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, for me, I just thought it's... Uh, the pandemic of violence against women and girls in this country, I feel like we have been treating it, unfortunately, for the longest time, the way we treat gossip. Mm. We hear about it, we, it goes viral today on social media, etc. Tomorrow, we move on. Mm. But there's a life here mm. that has been traumatized forever. Mm. And then... Uh, because for me, that's the most important part. Even right now, we are hearing that uh, the steward, the steward person keeps uh, has also applied for bail for the second time. I yeah. think the first time he was denied, denied. for the second time. Mm. The issue is, yes, it's his right, but why is he still applying for bail? Why hasn't the case gone to court? Mm. This is like an urgent court, uh, an urgent case, right? Mm. And well, I'm happy that it's being spotlighted. Mm. I also hope the survivor, the little girl, she's mm. getting all the support, support. and love yeah, uh, from, she needs. Yeah, from her family and uh, even professional support, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, to uh, to get, not to get over it, but just to heal, maybe physically for yeah. now. Yeah. Which is why it's important that we don't share pictures because the internet exactly. never forgets. You don't want this child having her picture on the internet with this story attached to it. That's yeah. why you're not supposed to share the exactly. stories on the internet. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And I don't know if this has happened in my way before, but I know there are in other countries where the cases of such um, violence done to a minor or even just a woman where their identity is hidden for the forever. They're like, yeah, stories where you hear Woody, they caught, chose not to identify or to... What? You disclose their yeah, names. Yeah, to disclose their names yeah. because they, you don't want that... So, yeah, I totally agree about sharing um, the stories or not the story, but the picture of Mm. of the girl. Um, If anything, show this man's face everywhere. Make sure everyone knows what his face looks like Mm -hmm. so that he feels fucking uncomfortable wherever else he goes yes. because people will know what he looks like and they'll talk about him in his face. Yes. That's what we want. Exactly. We don't want him to be comforted or to be hidden or... Yeah, we want. I want him to feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, this is why, for the longest time, people have been talking about issues. Or so I don't want to use the, you know, the NGO word safeguarding yeah. issues. But but that's then a having, good word. Yeah, safeguarding is a good yeah, word. Yeah, having uh, a sex offenders register. Mm. But then, for me, my only problem is that our system seems to be broken. Mm. Our justice system. Mm-hmm. In terms of having a sex offenders register, we have sex offenders, many of them. Mm. We see them in NGOs, in, mm. in very relevant ministries. Mm. They're jumping from one uh, job to another, another, promotions, getting work. It doesn't affect them mm. in any way. Mm. And uh, so a sex offenders register, while it might be helpful, I feel like then it requires a bigger system change. Mm. Yes. Because, for example, right now, who for the fingerprints, the my I remember my job required me to do the police clearance. Yeah, and yeah. Later, I went. They took our fingerprints, but mm-hmm. it's like, 
what are they going to compare it to? With, the yeah. things are not, uh, they're oh. not in sync. Yes. Like right now, maybe road traffic. Road traffic is really trying to bring yes, everything else together. Yes, they're trying to bring everything together. Yeah. Unless we have that, then, then it's, it's pointless yeah, to have that. Yeah, it will continue to be really hard. Yeah. And also, I wanted to mention the issue about the patriarchy here. Because we shouldn't make any mistake that these are isolated cases. Mm, this not. is because the environment has enabled a man like Stuart mm. to be able to get away with uh, with raping uh, a minor. Mm. And we've seen from, and I don't understand why we don't see the connection between the spectrum, right? Between uh, catcalling, mm. uh, making sexual comments, mm. I mean, um, uh, physical abuse mm. to sexual abuse because mm. they all belong on this uh, on this uh, spectrum of violence and of men yes. social norms of making men believe they're entitled to our bodies yeah. and they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. right so I, ag- I agree mm. I agree about the spectrum and I hate how um is it patriarchy mm-hmm. of course it's patriarchy mm-hmm. has um, how do I say it? Mm. Okay, so on the spectrum, mm-hmm. if you're groped, if someone can cause you, yeah, that's minor. I don't even think like when you say when you tell someone that I was sexually harassed, and they mm-hmm. ask you, oh, what do they do? And you say I was cuckold all the time. My brother, like, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. You can't even you know, report yeah. that. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, because it it seems like it's subtle, but as you're saying, yeah. it's a spectrum. Someone yeah. that's able to do that can do the farming, exactly. can rape a person exactly. because it's it's a whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as well, so I hate how there's so much weight that's given to rape and mm-hmm. rightly so, but because of that, then we tend to ignore all the other abusers on that mm-hmm. spectrum. Mm-hmm. But believe me, and what I said was Stuart, this wasn't his first time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It wasn't his first time. It wasn't mm-hmm. his first victim. I'm pretty sure it's something he has done mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And from experience, I can tell you, uh, as a victim or as a survivor, mm-hmm. it's it, there's a lot of grooming that goes into yes. that. Because also as a girl child growing up in a household in Malawi, mm. you are told this thing. It's not like the mm-hmm. women are not telling you. They're mm-hmm. telling you, but also that um, it's another whole story about how that conversation goes between you and your mother or your mm-hmm. aunt or your sister. Mm-hmm. But there is someone telling you. And I know a lot of parents do uh, do a lot of those talks with their kids right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of grooming that happens. Yes. There's a lot of grooming that Stuart did to um to this little girl or the other victims. Mm. But because on the spectrum we have made our girls think being grubbed, being sexually harassed, it's small, you it's know. Minor. It's you minor. Have, you can just yeah. say no and then yeah. end it there yeah. until they do something major. Major. Yeah. But by the time that uh pedophile or a perpetrator gets to that end of the spectrum. Yes. They have groomed you so well yes. that when that did actually happens as a victim, as a, uh, yeah, as a victim, you, you don't see anything exactly. wrong with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important that all these cases are highlighted as well, mm. that you're having your, when you're talking to your children, you're making everything else look big. Yeah. Like when someone tells you boob, baby that's, that's a, a big, big thing, thing. Yes. you should tell me you shouldn't yeah wait. you shouldn't yeah. wait yeah exactly and i think i, I it, this also just reminded me moving away a bit from home of the case that happened in the in the uk mm. where the a, a a woman was cued i think it looks like she was raped and cued by a police officer who was not wearing a uniform right mm-hmm. and then when people started talking about it and of course this uh 
she was a white woman, mm. right? And then it went viral, right? And then uh, guess what else went viral? Mm-hmm. The hashtag not all men. So wives defending their husband saying not all men my wife my husband would never do that my husband would always crosses the road when they see girls walking and then men also saying do not associate us with these animals etc but it's still the language of the spectrum Mm -hmm. you are the man who is in a bar laughing with your friends when your friend tells you that oh i slapped that booty Mm -hmm. i did this you are Mm -hmm. laughing Mm -hmm. and you don't see the connection to the murder of this person Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. and i liked what um one of um podcasters that i follow kelechi Mm -hmm. i think she said something um to the tune of um what happened to this woman is very much a manifestation of how men see women mm. like we are objects like mm. they are entitled to our bodies mm. and it's all connected it from uh, misogyny uh, racism mm. violence it's all connected it and we should be able to see it like that and also just to say thank you to all men who made this not all men <laughs> go viral because you are not listening yeah. it shows that you are not listening mm-hmm. yeah and you don't want to listen mm. and you remain a big part of the prog- the problem because mm-hmm. apart from the men on this spectrum that are doing these things the worst ones are the nice ones mm-hmm. that don't do anything right but they want us to clap hands like for they're not rapists and whatnot exactly. just doing what they're supposed to exactly. do like yeah. being a human being mm-hmm. right yeah and okay so now that you brought that up about all those women that came um because yes it's the not all men um hashtag or movement is not only pushed by men there are a lot of women that believe that as well mm-hmm. so yes they'll give examples and i think the most common is one is when you or me or anyone else says oh men are trash and then someone says oh including your father like yes mm-hmm. number one it's trash <laughs> but i want us to talk about um so for these women of course that don't see their men as not being trash not as rappers mm-hmm. not as men that are going to sexually harass another person mm-hmm. i feel at a certain at one point in a man's lifetime he has done something on that spectrum mm. and that is wrong mm. um we i don't want to talk about rehabilitation because i don't even think that's existent at all in malawi it's something we should touch on did, right <laughs> i think i a tweet to say in the middle of talking about this money uh, uh, this um issue in the uk and also the some of the cases that have happened yeah and someone uh was like in the middle of all this when we are ready we should have a conversation about uh men that want to rehabilitate and change their behavior and someone said read the room and get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> and also who are you putting that burden on yeah who, sh- who should, who do should the have that uh, that conversation mm-hmm. so continue i agree mm-hmm. okay but my point is if I don't know if you're agreeing with my notion of um, at one point in a lifetime, a Malawian man has been on this spectrum. Mm-hmm. However violent mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. or whether it was laughing at a sex joke, mm-hmm. not uh, doing anything mm-hmm. when uh, a woman was being sexually harassed yes. or cut cord, yes. you have been on that spectrum. Yes. So what is that conversation like in a relationship? I'm pretty sure at this point there are a lot of men, a lot of men who abusers, uh, pedophiles that are very... Uh, sort of not secretive is not the word but they're more alert so they wouldn't they're not going to show their colors just Mm, like that mm -hmm. so what is it like being or finding out why you're in a relationship or almost in a relationship where you find out goody 
something happened on this spectrum that this person that you're with or are interested in, mm. they did. Like, what what is that conversation like? So for me, it, where are, where are you falling on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. Laughing at sex jokes mm-hmm. that even in relationships, I've been in relationships where. Uh, uh, my, my partner is sending me like uh, something sexist, mm. and so I check it, mm. right? Call it out immediately that no, this is not right. Not only in front of me, but don't ever, don't do it, because mm. uh, this is the enabling environment mm. that you promote for. But then, I opine that for me, in terms of being in a relationship with someone, I wouldn't want to knowingly be in a relationship with someone who has uh who has a history of violence mm. and also uh, as we've said on the spectrum mm. where they if they are talking about because oh, they have been socialized as well right mm. in terms of the patriarchy and they're feeling it it is mm. but they should be a basic <laughs> level where you're starting from if you're not if you're not i don't want to use the word progressive but mm. if you believe uh, my body uh, is an object. Mm. You are not going to say it's an object, but mm. it will come out. You know, Uma, mm. right? Yeah, the way it comes out. Mm. So if it comes out, then that's a red flag mm. for me. But then, if I'm in a relationship and I find out mm. you have, uh, you have a, abused someone or uh, a history of rape, I'm sorry, mm. I'll be really uncomfortable to continue mm. that relationship. Mm. And when I use uh, the word uncomfortable, I'm not saying then I'll leave it there. I don't think I'll be comfortable staying. Mm. I would want to leave because it would completely change. Uh, no one... Uh, okay, maybe some people are, you're going to share later mm. go into a relationship knowing that this person <laughs> has a has history. history. And that, yeah, yeah. I would assume... I have never gone into a relationship, relationship where you know that. Yeah. yeah, but I've even left a relationship just because of a hint. Mm. I haven't known of any history, but a hint that there's a possibility that they could be for example physical abusive mm. yeah mm-hmm. and left mm. so that is even worse yeah i agree yeah mm-hmm. i think I, I asked this because um as i was telling you before we started recording that um i have this friend of mine who mm-hmm. was talking to this guy he's a cute guy you know they're vibing and he's good people so mm-hmm. we're all hanging out mm-hmm. and um I don't remember how the story came up, but she later found out as they're talking and vibing mm-hmm. that uh, in his past relationship, he's uh, beat up his girlfriend before. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> okay. First of all, if this story was out there, I would expect you to tell me yourself. Exactly. Once we start talking and you mm-hmm. know we're vibing, because mm-hmm. I'm going to hear it anyways. Mm-hmm. Manali is so small. Mm-hmm. So just by the virtue of you hiding that story, then I know your version of the story is not true. Yes. Because you, what are you hiding? Yes. Because yeah. you would have told me, and then after they hear it, what is that conversation like? What do you guys... Bruh, like? I don't what, know. What? <sighs> so I think for this um, scenario, then he explained his side of story of what had happened, blah, blah, jan, jan, jani, and... Unlikely that it's gonna be the same version, yeah. But then they should be able to make a decision yeah. right after that. Uh, but they should not just hear it from yeah. Outside. Outside. But, but I mean, again, what else is there to say? They, they explain their side of the story, and of course they were not in the wrong. Uh, the other person was blah blah. Yeah, and which made them beat them. I think 
um like okay so i was taking this from the not all men i think that's what the women it, yeah oh, oh, see it's already there's like yes exactly <laughs> but yeah so i of course some are just plain stupid yeah um but for some of the women that's what they're thinking that they have never seen their man on any of that spectrum or probably on the um the other side and not the most extreme and violent yeah. one so they think not all men mm. um but then talking about that i think you lightly or almost touched on it uh, about this story that on twitter is saying about this feminist um i think she's i would say she's a public figure sort yeah. of yeah. on the twitter streets mm. um she is i don't know if her account is still like active but they were very vocal very you know out there mm. and then the story broke out that the person they had been in a relationship with not had been i think they were still together at the yeah, time the story yeah, came yeah. out um that they have been accused of um raping several women and they've come up on um a list a list of list. um offenders yeah. um yeah so and Okay, so first off, what was just your? Well, first of all, let me start by. Oh, sorry. Wait, let's finish the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the story came out that um, they were dating this person that was um, a rapist, and he had raped um, several women, and several women had shared the stories um, with them. With them, um, the yeah, but they ignored it. So they went to them directly and said, "This is your person you're dating has done this this to me." They said, um, first of all, before they started dating this person, the person told them, could he, I'm on the list. There's this one particular case or this particular incident that happened. They didn't break down exactly what What the conversation conversation was like. Which is what I'm interested in. So I've told you, and that makes it What is that conversation like when you're about to date someone who's an abuser? Like, listen, um, I have abused before. So since I've told you, you, I'm being accountable. This all this wouldn't matter if they weren't this uh, public feminist figure, and also if they weren't consistently sharing all the good things in the relationship with mm, these nice ones, which is what most people were pissed about because they said, "Why were you making us help you sanitize this your abuser mm-hmm. boyfriend?" Like. You should have just told us from the get go, because also that's the thing they were hiding the identity of their uh-huh, but their just boyfriend. Talking about they them. were just talking about them, not take pictures of them. So we were like, you just helped us sanitize your. Mm. But your I think boyfriend. also the lack of accountability when they finally spoke up. Oh yeah, yeah. When they said, "Oh, so I have broken up with," um, oh, I le- I already knew about this person, but let me tell you. The only part I knew about this person was like he was as gentle as a lamb. It is, and people are like, I didn't, I didn't even and, uh, and finish that thread. I was just stories, like, I thought it was the same shit, one story that she had told me. Like, seriously. because if they rape one person, then it's that's okay. okay. And someone said one rape is one rape too much, it right? Is. It shouldn't, it, is. it shouldn't happen. But yeah. then again, like what they said about saying to me, the only part I knew was the gentle part. But that's abusers. We've talked about this before. That just because a person is good to you, it does doesn't not mean, mean they are good to everyone. They are bad to someone exactly, else. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's true. And but that's also very interesting uh, when we compare it to what happens in uh, uh, 
what the evidence is telling us in terms of uh, violence, like intimate partner violence is the most prevalent, right? Mm. And then, um, so this person was raping and sexually harassing the past, I don't know whether, I don't think he was in relationships with the other girls that came forward to speak I up. don't know. Yeah. I don't but know. then to them, they hadn't manifested any of that. Did they use this person as a cover to continue doing their and so that people can think, oh, because he's so with good. this person, this so, feminist figure, yes. he can never be... be let me tell you, being cis-hetero, a cis-hetero woman is a curse. Being attracted to, to men. Because le- let's be honest, pits. all these men are patriarchal. The pits. They're the all, pits. yeah, and yeah. it's just the pits. And I know there have been a lot of conversations about mm, burning down the institution of marriage and also saying, uh, I think there have been some debates in terms of why uh, gay people get married to, uh, for example, to uh, cis-hetero people because mm. they are not allowed to live freely and cis-hetero women feeling like they get used, but it's really understanding the broader picture to say it's all the patriarchy, right? All these oppressions coming together mm. like to affect uh, gay people and then to put cis-hetero women in this situation where they're in the pits. <laughs> they have to date and partner with men. Mm. Unless you decide to be just you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just with your traces, dog. But yeah. It's, yeah. As in... You still have my batteries, man. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're using them now. Yeah. So I think it's an interesting conversation. And I really would love to hear people. Because this is just us processing. Trying yeah. to understand what... What is that conversation yeah. like? What is that conversation like? And... In terms of rehabilitation, honestly, in my opinion, I don't know how that would look like. I just feel like, no, men should know better and they should not rely on on women Mm. to give them the education and build like Audrey Lord said eh? mm. men keep counting on us to build the the gap of ignorance it's one of the oppressors tools right to mm. keep us busy Be- yeah. they should be reading they should be teaching themselves I mean if you have to teach yourself how to be a decent human being how to not feel entitled to another person's body mm. okay because of your socialization, then use your strength, my brother, to get out of that patriarchal mindset. It's a, we women have done it because we have been part of it. Yeah. It has hurt us. Yeah. We continue to learn and unlearn. What work are you putting in? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I agree. But yeah, um, I, I would really, really, really like to know what that is like. And if there's anyone that's listening that has been in such a situation mm-hmm. and have had such a conversation with their potential base or current base. Mm-hmm. I would love to, we would love to hear even if you just write to us and tell us what that conversation was about mm-hmm. and we'll keep you anonymous. Mm-hmm. We'd love to know. Yes. Yeah. About that. Cause yo, yeah, I, I, I think it's hectic, mm-hmm. but also, so for me, so two things, um, I believe that, as I said, any man, um, at one point Every in their life, on that spectrum has been on that spectrum yes. before. Just on there's just difference in extremities. Yes. But also, I have an issue with um, 
the extremities or uh, that we put a big emphasis on the other types of violence as in big violences. Because I believe any man that is capable of groping me or sexual harassing me can rape me. Mm -hmm. That's how I say it. Mm -hmm. And this is why I walk in town and if someone gropes me, I am scared. Because Mm -hmm. I know if anything changes, anything can switch in that person and they can rape me. Exactly. So... Yeah, not about rehabilitation in that sense of uh, what's out there um, or what structures do we have in place. But I think it's important that we have these conversations uh, mm-hmm. with men, the men in our lives, mm-hmm. um, as partners, as family or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because we... It, it, it will come up. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... It always comes up in the... It's the little things. Um, but yeah, yeah. Always say. Yes. It always comes out in the little things. Yes. So it will come up. So what would that conversation be like then yeah. when it comes up? That, mm-hmm. oh, fine, your boyfriend didn't um, well, rape me, but they groped me. Yeah. I mean, already that's a big thing. Like, whoa, okay. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, because, okay, so for me, then... Uh, because everything else is bad for me on that spectrum yeah um i understand why we would want to cancel people that rape whatever whatever but equally people that can do this can also do that yes and we can cancel everyone and then yeah and then for me on the spectrum there are some i th- I believe there are people on the spectrum and on this side where it's the cat calling laughing mm. at sex jokes mm. yeah we might not want to cancel them who we'll say they don't rape it is mm. but do you know what they do they enable. They're the ones who keep the environment moist yes, for, for the mods for the, to yeah. come in. Yes. yes. So they're even equally as dangerous. Yes. Of yeah. So for example, they might not at any point reach. Uh, for example, at the end of the other spectrum, uh-huh. but they actually enable it. Mm-hmm. They enable the spectrum and yeah, keep so, it alive. Yeah, so then, that's my point then, that if, because when um, I asked you, I didn't answer this question, oh, I'm so clever. But when I asked you, you said you would leave that relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying that if he has groped, has laughed at a joke, he is enabling this environment, mm-hmm. doesn't that then mean that you are also um, taking the other extremities on the other side as more violent and not this and the, not this one yeah. exactly exactly true yeah it does mean the same mm. but i don't know whether not ex- not even with extending this? grace or anything but i feel like i don't know whether i'm confident enough to say that i feel like cuz enablers are the most dangerous they are i don't want to say oh they have a chance because you can call them out and, and, and mm. there's a possibility there in terms of change. I don't know that. Yeah, that don't we don't know that. Because yeah, we so have called know. out people, yes. but they'll just not then hang out with you. Or they'll just go, go and, and do it somewhere else. Yeah, where, where they're they comfortable. Can do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And But another thing that I, I have learned in terms of uh, this other spectrum where there's a lot of violence, like physical violence, mm. etc. And people share pictures, for example, for awareness, like, uh, and I've seen some survivors, of course, sharing their own pictures of the violence that has been done to them. And I, I it's valid. They mm. should do that. 
if they feel comfortable right mm. but for us who are the ones who for example are working in this sector and advocating i saw something i think it was pindu had posted uh, a friend of ours pindu mm. shout out she had posted something uh, to do with these pictures right i think so but someone wrote in and said uh, it's, it is not advisable to share pictures of like extreme physical violence because firstly it in, it invalidates and erases other forms of violence yeah uh, like Especially emotional, emotional violence yeah yes. then people start to feel like well uh, these are this is this is worse than what I'm going through mm. so yeah it makes you feel like oh I, I, totally I can agree. I can share in etc so mm. I just wanted to mention that I thought it was uh it's something that I have thought about but the, when it was put in that way it was like light bulb mm. I've always never been a proponent of sharing any <sighs> yeah yeah it's just, I agree mm-hmm. as much as I know that um for marketing and marketing is not the right word to use here um but i know advocacy. that's like sto- yeah mm-hmm. i guess advocacy you know people it tugs at people's hearts more when they, they see visuals. the pictures yeah because yes, when you say 324 aesthetics. girls were defiled people would be like, like oh, okay, okay yeah, and then we are poor country you know come up with all these reasons your minister calling for a conference to teach men how to propose i mean what the hell yeah so yeah i i i get that but i i i i strongly agree um because there is a lot of um emotional abuse yeah and even with um defilement grooming there's a lot of emotional abuse um mm-hmm. that goes into that as well mm-hmm. so whew, okay yeah i'm done that's the dump <laughs> that's the dump <laughs> just yeah so yeah just a bunch of questions like Tell us, let us know what what are those conversations like, like? and and cancel culture. Should we cancel all the men? Would you cancel your man uh, or leave him uh, partner, not men? Uh, if they, because there's also a lot of violence that happens in same sex relationships that yes we can speak on because we um, yeah not uh, mm-hmm. that, but yeah, would you leave your partner if um, you, you found, found out, out that? Um, they were abusive and i think i want to leave it open on the spectrum abusive in any way groping catcalling mm-hmm. yeah all of those things yes raping yes enabling they yes. in an environment where someone was raped they know it happened they didn't say shit quick yeah quiet. all of those things yeah what would you do mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. what would that conversation be like mm-hmm. and please we are not asking this from a point of oh maybe there's a chance maybe uh <laughs> there's a from a point of accountability and responsibility mm-hmm. and to say these are tough conversations to mm-hmm. have, but we should have them yeah. also recognizing that it is not the responsibility of women to educate and to rehabilitate yeah so yeah would love to hear from you please reach out to us we understand that for some of you maybe this might have been triggering yeah and uh yeah be sure to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and yeah yeah so okay so uh our socials yes mine are simple as at lusu talanga on twitter angry angry feminist from fukani village oh, <laughs> okay mm-hmm. um at, at underscore nanzunga underscore. underscore but that's only because when i was forming this 
Twitter account, yeah. which is my second Twitter account, mm-hmm. um, there was already another Nanzunga. Okay. So I had to put the underscores to different team. Yeah. Cool. Then, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, for our podcast, you can reach us on Twitter. We are at, at Feministing WM on IG. Feministing uh, Feministing WM. WM as well. Yeah. yeah. And our Gmail is feministingwm at gmail.com yeah so you can reach out to us uh, if you want to be part of the conversations if you want us to come talk to you if you're having something or your podcast anything you can reach out to us okay until next time it's been me I Umba say your middle name Irene no <laughs> <laughs> it's been Umba and Lusuku on Feminist Thing. Wow.